Hi everyone, uh, welcome to ELI, the place where you get your daily dose of inspiration for entrepreneurship. And today we have with us Mr. Tarun Sharma, uh, co-founder of M Caffeine, uh, India's first uh, caffeinated personal care brand. Tarun is a graduate of Indian School of Mines and has worked for companies such as Emphasis and Boxate before starting his own venture in 2015. Hi Tarun, welcome to ELI. Hi, thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you. Uh, Tarun, uh, let's start with your introduction. Tell us who you are. So, you have given a brief of uh, who we are. Uh, my name is Tarun Sharma. I am the founder and CEO of Encaffeine. Encaffeine is India's first caffeinated personal care brand. Uh, in nutshell, we use caffeine, uh, which is one of uh, one of uh, one of the most potent superfood for your skincare and hair care requirements. Uh, we use caffeine to make uh, body care, face care, and hair care products. We are an online-only brand. Uh, we operate on all the major e-commerce platforms apart from uh, our own platform, mcaffeine.com. Uh, we are a four-year-old brand. Uh, uh, and uh, uh, so far, so far, we have received tremendous amount of customer love and have crossed uh, the cardinal number of 100 crores uh, worth of sales. How did you come up with this idea of uh, uh, creating products uh, with a coffee as an ingredient? So, uh, I think it was, it was not an invention which we have done, but we discovered this beautiful thing called caffeine. Uh, I met with, an, uh, with a very interesting accident in 2015 end around December. Uh, my eye was swollen. And, you know, in India, we all love to give, give advices, which this video is all about. And uh, we all are doctors uh, in ourselves. Uh, so uh, that said, my flatmate came to me and said that, you know, why don't you dip a green tea bag in a lukewarm water and keep it on your uh, eye? And it was a bizarre advice for me. For a 27-year-old, it was a very bizarre advice. Uh, but I did it anyways. Uh, I realized after seven to 10 minutes, my eye got normalized. The infection was still there, but I could open my eyes. And it was, it was more like that light bulb moment, like what just happened. And uh, uh, then we started researching about caffeine. And we realized that caffeine has been in use for skincare and hair care for, uh, for a very long time. And green tea has caffeine, by the way. So when I put it in, uh, on my eye, caffeine in green tea sucked out the excess water under the membrane. And hence, it is a very potent ingredient in all the under-eye creams which we all use across the globe. And when we started researching about it, we realized that caffeine has been in use since 10th century uh, for skincare and hair care properties. And uh, around, the world, uh, around the world, everybody was using caffeine. Uh, caffeine is one of those few ingredients which is great for your hair scientifically and great for your skin scientifically. And there is enough research which has been done. And we were really excited that, you know, uh, this is one ingredient nobody was tapping, uh, not just in India, across the globe as well. There are very few people. And uh, that's how caffeine was discovered in personal care for us. Uh, after you have discovered uh, about your new finding um, and uh, you have researched about uh, caffeine, then what were the next few things you did to um, manifest uh, this venture? Sure. So... Uh, we, we operate in CPG, which is consumer product goods or FMCG for that matter. Uh, 
whenever you talk about cpg space uh, uh, we largely operate uh, in, under the brand ecosystem so the next step of that is is caffeine great yes so is there a brand around caffeine which we can make or can create uh, under our thesis for a brand to exist and this is all about existence only not to win uh, for a brand to exist it should pass a three layer test or we call it three layer test uh, one the product has to be good as until unless there was there, there will be no repeat so product has to be world class product second uh, whatever you are creating should fit in a segment at least in india you can't make a brand for 130 crore people of 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 the country so hence it should fit in a very defined segment and third the brand should have a inherent psychological connect right wherein if you look at large conglomerates or large brands with deep pockets they create that psychological connect by using a lot of budget so to say but for startups like us we will never have the luxury or neither we would want to have that kind of luxury in the issue stage so these are the three areas we were looking to pass n caffeine through and when we did i mean uh, caffeine is great for for your skin and hair so clearly the product uh, can come out to be uh, a great product the first layer the second if you look at caffeine caffeine is caffeine is caffeine has this ring to it right and caffeine is a social connector uh uh young india spends days in cafes and nights in pubs or nights partying right young india spends their offices and uh, i mean uh, become a, a massive achiever in offices around coffee around caffeine so we we believe that caffeine is millennial in nature so we wanted to build this brand for millennials and does caffeine fit into millennial yes it does and thought caffeine is a social connector uh, i bet if we would be meeting um, uh, in person in a better world not known non covid world would have been uh, in a cafe uh, ordering coffee or tea or chocolate shake so caffeine is a social connector it has a psychological inherent psychological connect and hence this m caffeine as a brand came out as and we believe that it has a right to exist from a marketing standpoint it's uh, looking like a good proposition but tell us about the product how did you build this product because uh, building a fmcg product is not a easy thing uh, companies uh, spend a billions of dollar in research uh, in building a product how did you come up with the product so uh, you're right that research and development should be the biggest area of of uh, spends but if you just look at reports of the past 10 years of uh, uh, of the larger brands r&d spends uh, have not been the uh, not been the top of the spend uh, and for startups like us or for challenger brands like us it is always the case we spend most of our time in product development and figuring out what's the right product for us uh, we 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 have uh, we have an announced r&d team of eight people one of my partner leads it uh, we have a board of advisory of uh, of of bunch of experts who have spent two decades each individually in this case in larger conglomerates uh, uh, that being said that's the subject matter matter expertise but uh, when we formulate a product and when we when we design a product we keep customers at the center of it 
for us customers are 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 the queen uh, at the end of the day when we keep them uh, at the center of everything a lot of lot of things in the research part get solved for and uh, so much so uh, uh, we have five partners we talk to uh, almost 800 to 1000 customers every month individually still uh, this has been like four four and a half years so we keep, we, we, keep, we keep ourselves very 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 close to our customers to get the need of the customer and that need gets translated into let's say chemistry or formulation using the subject matter expertise which we have developed over time uh, we have people from you name the companies which are great in research and development as our board of advisory and we have an announced very very strong team of cosmetologists and dermatologists uh, day in and day out their job is to create a superior high quality formulation uh, which which the country probably would have never seen we have uh, and uh, the testimony of it is uh, uh, we have uh, last year we launched world's first coffee bean shaped bathing bar and nobody has done it in india it's a patent pending product and if you look at that product it looks like a coffee bean but it's a soap it's a bathing bar and that's the testimony of how how uh, how focused we are in research and development tell us the story of uh, how you build the first product uh, in mac caffeine in m caffeine yeah yeah i'm sorry so uh, so uh, we in the first cycle we launched three products uh, a face wash a face scrub and a body scrub and uh, the idea was to kind of cater to the specific needs of the customers after talking to a lot of customers we realized that you know uh, in this day and age uh, our customers our millennial customers travels in a certain way works in a certain way lives in a certain way when they travel to office to home home to office they work in a certain way they live in a certain way. there was this dire unmet need of having a product in which you don't have to lather yourself every day meet a body wash meet a soap Uh, that's where a body scrub came into picture, and we are one of the few players in the country uh, who have a who have a body scrub of of a very different texture. Uh, all the body scrubs in the country uh, are paste based, we are powder based, and when we are formulating the product, the the, the insight from the customers was that if I don't I don't get dirty, and not going into a construction site and not getting dirty, I need a product which is milder in nature, but yet Serves the purpose, and that's how body scrub was made. And uh, we did the research for good six months, and uh, we uh, we sourced coffee from India, uh, uh, and uh, we sourced the rest of the class Arabica coffee, and uh, we made a pure 100% natural uh, a body scrub. Uh, and uh, just to just to give you the numbers, we sell more body scrubs than the entire body scrub industry combined in the online world, and we are the market leaders there. So that's how body scrub was was made. uh now tell us how did you sell that product to the customers because uh, the way i i see it uh you are defining a new market and nobody the, there is a no set market for uh uh, uh for uh, uh, caffeine uh, products yeah see uh, how do i say it uh internet in india has democratized the entire game and not just from the distribution standpoint but also from the discovery standpoint i bet if you are on instagram you can check right now what cristiano ronaldo is doing 
be it on a live or a story or a post you know cristiano ronaldo is where and doing what internet has democratized democratized the information sector right so uh, when we started we were also uh, we were also thinking that whether people know about cracking and when we realized when we launched the products uh, in just a few months we were the best sellers in the categories we were operating in uh, our sales grew 16x in just 12 months and what we realized at the end of the day was that there was information there was customers are more discerned than how how much is we think they are so uh, whether there were searches yes whether there were enough material on caffeine yes it was it was just to channelize that information for us and it is not just about metros now it is our 50% of sales comes from tier 2 and tier 3 cities so uh, uh, that that was not a concern after 3 months of launching before 3 months we were thinking that are we creating a new market are we are we trying to create something which is not even present or probably not wanted uh, but the numbers tell us that in just about 12 months we grow 16x we are one of the top 10 brands across all the platforms we operate uh, we have the highest level of conversions uh, any beauty website would have uh, and uh, the crux of it was that you know there was always a need there is always an under, unmet need uh, uh, in the indian consumers and they knew about this it's just that nobody was serving them mm-hmm. what were the challenges uh, that you have faced so far while uh, building and growing this venture hmm see uh, any any space if you're starting up if you're starting small uh, infinite number of challenges i mean Absolutely. can i name can i name few probably yes but i mean uh right from getting the product right right from getting the first thousand customers right from getting the distribution right right from getting the technology right right from getting the key people in the team who can execute our vision or uh, execute uh, the way uh, the way it has to be executed in finite challenges uh, we're still we're still very young but to name of uh, uh, name a few i think uh, brands are so invisible in nature the biggest challenge for any brand is to make sure that if you are my potential prospect or a customer you should see the brand the way we have seen the brand and if that's not we should course correct we should, we should keep on course correcting for example if it just is a product i can course correct it is tangible in nature brands are an intangible asset and that's the single most challenge which any brand we think should have would have uh, we keep on uh, we keep on spending a lot of time in uh, across that that area where how do we make sure that what we believe as a brand is being translated 100% to our prospect and we we take a space uh this invisible space in their in their in their mind speaking of uh, course correcting uh, can you tell us uh, any tell us about any pivots that you have done uh, with the venture so uh, i think in terms of uh, in terms of the packaging we were using in terms of uh, the way the way marketing was done there are infinite pivots which we have done we keep on pivoting i mean pivoting for us 
is more like changes we make every day so uh, earlier we were with an assumption that you know we will run the distribution in a certain way we wanted to go offline uh, we touched a couple of shelves and we realized that you know it's better to build the brand online first and then go offline so that was one of the course corrections we did very early and we realized that you know the level of effort it takes for let's say a 10 crore brand to establish itself offline as compared to a 200 crore brand to establish uh, offline would be dramatically different and hence we chose that you know let's course correct ourselves let's, let's chuck that project and build it online uh, so that whenever our online to 2.5 million customers go in their surroundings if we are present we are building on top of what we have built and that would be the most efficient way to go okay now that uh, you have got some traction and you have got a very sound business model what is the vision where do you see the uh, company going in next 5 uh, to 10 years time got it i think at the core of it when we when we think about m caffeine uh, uh, and when when we, when i was telling you the right to exist freely at test the inherent part is that you know we are serving the millennials of this country uh and caffeine as a brand is 100% natural vegan beta certified we are we are the most clean label brand you can see out there but the core of it what we want to do is obviously make great products obviously make great good good products but we also want our products to make uh, our customers feel good about themselves right if you look, look at this industry for good 30 40 years and you just zoom out you would realize that this industry has always sold insecurity you know you this use this you become this that's that's where we 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 we, we focus that can our products make our customers feel good about themselves so at the very core of it that that's the impact we would want to create so hence we we don't make uh, the fitness uh, creams or brightening and whitening kind of creams Uh, we outrightly run a campaign called burn the shade card which says that you know uh, confidence is over color uh, uh, any color confidence is over color and can our products give you a confident feel uh, about yourself i think yes and at at the very core of it if as a brand we can impact let's say a million people in this country to think that you know that part of the world was not right or you need your thinking if we can do that if we can impact those lives i mean that's the that's the vision the grand vision of of the of the brand but in terms of tangible things i think uh, uh, encaffeine is a great chance to uh, put india on a map of premium brands uh, uh, always we have seen premium brands luxury brands coming from outside and we become an becoming a consumer of those brands uh, encaffeine can be a brand which can go global caffeine is a global concept 97% of the world runs on caffeine so the i the vision tangible vision is to make a global brand iconic brand uh, m caffeine which is on a global stature and and definitely at the end of the day it should impact life uh speaking of uh, uh, fairness creams and uh, as you rightly said uh, big companies have been selling to insecurities of the people uh i'd like to understand how do you advertise as a uh, beauty care uh, beauty and uh, personal care uh, product brand 
what would be a typical messaging in the advertisement that is run by you first of all we don't make fairness claims so we don't get into the problem of whether we should advertise this way or that way i mean at the core the brand says no to certain uh, aspects which is one don't sell insecurity right uh, multiple ways of saying that this product is great be it reviews be it be it how you how you show the application of the product how you communicate to the customer by making sure that you're not selling insecurity we don't show that you know this is tarun before using this face wash this is tarun after using this face wash. we never do that uh, if you say that these are my don'ts there can be infinite do right uh, if you look at our ads they're very high in quality uh, we show the product as it is we don't show 3d rendered uh, digital images we show the product as it is we show what the product is all about we show the benefits of the product so for example if we are showing uh, let's say a body scrub we would tell you what body scrub can do whether you want it or not is something which is different we can do this one a b c and when we target our customers there's a good chance you might fall into a b c and those a b c can be exfoliation uh, uh, running away the dead cells or dead skin do you want it yes uh, Uh, do we say that you know if you use this body scrub you would become this and you would get married and you would get that job etc no we don't do that we absolutely don't that so our communication is largely positive um, our communication is on the tones of high energy when you look at the look at the ads or communication you see that you know okay this is something which i can watch for 30 seconds uh, why not i should try uh, we have one of the highest levels of repeats on our own platform and other platforms which tells us that the way we are communicating the product is reaching to the right people they are liking the product and obviously they are coming back so far it's working for us but having said that uh, in our entire lifetime let's say 20 years 30 years 40 years we will never sell insecurity we will never sell uh, uh, insecurity to our fellow indians or or global citizens okay um now uh, we would like to know about the personal side of uh, being an entrepreneur uh, you have uh, already uh, told us how you got this idea can you tell us why you have chosen to become an entrepreneur uh, i i mean you had a, a good uh, pedigree and uh, i am sure you you had well paying jobs as well why would you choose entrepreneurship Huh. I, I think having a well-paying job or a pedigree is when you realize that should I reject this? Uh, at the end of the day, when when I think about and I can speak for my partners as well, we have five partners to the brand. I can speak for them as well. When we when we think about entrepreneurship at the core of it, uh, the single biggest power of entrepreneurship is that it can impact lives directly. uh and obviously there are there are indirect impacts but you can directly impact a lot of lives in in a softer manner in a in a more tangible manner by creating jobs by creating creating more opportunities so i think that's what it excites us um, in uh, when i was in fourth when i was in my final year we started a hr consulting company we we were we were good we were doing a good job but it's that you know uh, does it serve our our entire hunger Uh, for impacting you now how many lives can be impacted by using this venture so we realized that 
no we we should not do this we should do something else then uh, uh, then me and my one of our friends started a crowdfunding website which we felt that it can actually impact a lot of people and realize that you know uh, uh, the rules uh, the regulations the highly regulated industry uh, uh, and we were also very nice as as entrepreneurs so uh, at the core of it is it's all the decisions have always been uh, trying to impact life so entrepreneurship at the core of it the reason was to this and then you when you have such a strong and core reason uh, having a cushy job having a well paying job doesn't matter because at the end of the day uh, when you choose an entrepreneurship you don't leave a job you leave a lifestyle and you need to commit to the lifestyle you're opting for okay um being an entrepreneur uh, you you must agree that uh, it is a very stressful job and you have to stay energetic uh, all the time if you are not then business suffers uh, uh can you tell us how how do you manage uh, uh being very consistent and being very energetic all the time so uh, yes it is stressful it is tiring sometimes it's a sign curve sometimes you are on your low sometimes you are on a high having a very strong support ecosystem is very uh, is very uh, important for all of us as entrepreneurs to navigate this this journey i have been fortunate enough to get have a very very strong support system meet my other partners my team members or the my uh, my fellow entrepreneurs who have been also invested in the company so i have close to about 17 18 entrepreneurs on my cap table and uh, it helps it helps in in discussing things with them it helps in in kind of at, at the end of the day just picking up the phone and saying that you know i just want to vent out or for something and they're all okay yeah, so having a very strong support ecosystem helps uh, but uh, at mcaffeine we practice humor quotient i think uh, organizations are generally built on iq right on eq emotional quotient uh we at mcaffeine are trying to build hq which is humor quotient and we laugh at our mistakes uh, we generally make sure that humor quotient is really high in all of us uh, so that if if you are my partner if i am down you have the ability to uh, pump me up and uh, we are very humorous we are very high humor quotient and we laugh at our mistakes if somebody is down make sure uh, they are up uh, and they are cheerful uh, by by using this strong trait called hq well uh in my experience uh, all the entrepreneurs uh, that i have met uh, they are uh, all uh, very good decision makers in fact they are wonderful decision makers and they need to be because uh, they each of their decisions uh, not only affect their life but uh, their employees lives their uh, customers life and every stakeholders life they work with having said that i would like to understand what is the process of decision making that you follow how do you make decisions as an entrepreneur hmm very interesting one i think we all make hundreds of decisions in a day uh i think we always take a long term view when we take a long term view a lot of decisions get solved for for example do we need to kind of stress a stress the system for let's say this days this week this month achievements 
by kind of pushing it irrationally or should we make sure that the long term vision long term goals are aligned and long term can be mid long term let's say in a year or five years or let's say 40 years for which we are trying to build this at the core of it it is uh, we generally take decisions with a long term uh, lens uh, be it whom to hire be it uh, how to make policies be it uh, how to uh, how to how to work on a day to day basis if something seems doesn't seem right on a long term with a long term lens uh, we tend to chuck that we tend to say that no we don't want to do this because it will have a long term impact rather than having a short having a short term you know let's say positive results so that's one of uh, one of the key factors we take on decision making but it, uh, but i think we take hundreds of decisions of let's say thousands of kinds uh, i uh, it's, it's a very different framework for for us we take a long term view generally on a business side or on certain strategic side uh, uh, you know if we are very excited if it is very contextual to us so we would not want to do things which probably a lot of people are doing but not contextual to us it's not for us uh, uh, we have a very clear guidelines on who we are as a brand then we keep on then it's very simple chuck it it's not for us it's not contextual to us uh, uh, but uh, uh, for example should we go international i think it's this has been a debate for 3 years uh, we believe india is a deep market india we, we can build a 1000 crore bank in india uh, we'll see when do we go uh, international not now let's how does it get solved for long term view on india as a market right so uh, i think at the core of it uh, we we tend to take a long term lens when we take decisions okay again um, um... decisions can have two outcomes it either it is a success or it is a failure um yeah. can you tell us about uh, some of the failures that you have uh, gone through as an entrepreneur oh failures many uh, we sometimes fail to meet customers expectations we sometimes fail to 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 meet our own expectations i think uh, many failures are i think uh, we as entrepreneurs are a function of failures we learn from and uh, if uh, if we don't uh, i mean if we don't fail then we are definitely doing wrong uh, or definitely are on the wrong path probably uh, we have we have tons of failures are i mean uh, people failure i mean we have hired a couple of people we realized that they were not a fit then we recalibrated our hiring process we have had some uh, I, i told you about the, the offline part i mean uh, when you fail you make a change you pivot and then you become or change the decision or change the course so i think at the core of it is failure so probably we fail every day but the good part is we all have the ability to kind of learn and uh, internally at m caffeine we believe that you know uh, uh, we should be a better version of ourselves as people the brand should be a better version of what the brand is today uh, so every day you need to become a better version of yourself be it you do as person organization brand product distribution etc etc and for that 
some point you learn from your failures which you tend to make okay how would you define entrepreneurship as a term what is the definition of entrepreneurship for you what is the definition of entrepreneurship yep oh i think entrepreneurship uh, i mean a lot of people have given examples around you know you fly from the cliff without the parachute etc etc it is that com it is a lifestyle it is a very complex lifestyle where you cannot you cannot say whether you know i don't have a box that this is entrepreneurship uh entrepreneurship is deep down it is creating impact creating uh, i mean when you when you trying to create impact it it large largely you're trying to look for more entrepreneurs who can have an ownership of that outcome which is impacting life and uh, uh, at the end of at the, at the end of it uh, do you have a high ownership quotient yes probably yes that's a part of ownership you can see it in larger conglomerates as well i don't know but deep down we believe that under entrepreneurship if there is a box you're always excited and you're always scared of the same thing you're always excited about the vision but you're also scared of the vision that would we as an organization be able to achieve it so i think if i'm excited and scared at the same time i would want to call it under entrepreneurship shyer i don't know well that is a most interesting uh, definition that i have ever heard uh coming to my final question uh tell us yeah. about uh, the lessons that you have learned as an entrepreneur uh, which uh, our listeners can take away and apply in their uh, journey so that they don't give, give, go through the same process uh, of learning uh, again too many lessons but a couple of things which i have realized in my 10 years of startup experiences and i've been fortunate to have this great mentors around me so they have they've, in my early cycle they have kind of sounded me off on this but one of the biggest learning which which i've realized is that build for long uh, i mean don't build for shorter milestones like Uh, we have raised this much crores this much millions you know we are in this much stuff build for long term it's a long journey it is not a short journey you will have to kind of commit and if you are committing 10 20 30 years of your life have that have that view in your mind don't build for short term uh second have a very strong sense of reality check sometimes as entrepreneurs entrepreneurs we all tend to romanticize and you know romanticize this entire zone that you know hey i am a founder i am a ceo and this and that and you know i'm building this you that romanticize effect or in your brain is large you tend to believe a lot of things which actually were not there so somebody needs to give you a reality check that's where mentors help that's where investors help but uh if if you are an entrepreneur and you can you can switch sides build a reality check mechanism uh within you around you that would help and 
or just do it i'm a big fan of nike and that's where it is just do it uh, uh, there are enough books there are enough podcasts there are enough podcasts which uh, which are there in the market uh, definitely learn definitely go through the content but at the end of the day you have to do it you have to just jump off the cliff you have to dive in the swimming pool and just swim uh well it it was an interesting conversation thanks for your time uh, tarun and it uh, and uh, it it was really a pleasure and a very very uh, insightful session uh, uh, i would say uh, my best wishes for mac caffeine thanks for your time tarun thank you thank you so much please take care please stay safe bye